Hi, I'm Trinisha. And I'm Bernie. And welcome to the It's Too Early for this podcast. Today, we will be talking about population growth and if an increase in population is a good thing or a bad thing. Today, we have a special guest, Edna Bucket, aka Abram Erna. You want to say hi, Abram? Hello, thank you. (laughs) Anyways, before we get started on the little discussion, um, why don't we talk about what a demographic dividend is? Because that's something that's important to this topic. Bernie? Yeah, so the demographic dividend refers to a bulge in the numbers of adults in a population. It occurs when fertility rates decrease, allowing the economy to grow faster. Yeah. The benefits so, of a demographic dividend is you could have an increased labor supply, increased savings, decline in fertility rates, and an increase in domestic demands. So what we're saying is if more people contribute to the country, country's economy, then depend on it with the right social and economical conditions, um, basically the country would be put out of a demographic dividend. What are some ways we can get out of a demographic dividend, Bernie? That is a good question. How about we ask our guest? I don't think he knows. Anyways, um, the ways we, some ways we can get our get a country out of a demographic dividend is by giving by women empowerment. But if we give women rights and freedom to define themselves. Um, we can get out of demographic dividend or improvement in health and education. So boys and girls have the schooling and training they need to succeed. Employment, give people the opportunity to use their skills and contribute to the growing economy. And also adding to the women empowerment by ensuring women to have access to contraceptive information and services. Um, Bernie, do you remember the video we watched last, last week? Was it last week? About population policies? We Um, watched the video about the Philippines. Yes, I do remember. I believe it was, yeah, population policies. I do remember that video, and I remember there were two. One was on Philippines, and one was on South Korea. Yeah, and do you remember how in the Philippines, women weren't necessarily supposed to use contraceptions because according to the church in the Philippines, it's considered abortion. Abram, as a Filipino, what are your thoughts on this? As much as I am a Filipino, I am unsure whether that statement is true. Yet my parents and my parents were born like happily as from their parents and they did not bother, even though they were our Christians. I do not believe that it is. It was considered abortion. Yet again, it 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 was a contraception that I, of course, used to nullify such population increase. Yet again, my parents were born in a farm. Yet they are now working here abroad. So I, um, yeah. Did you say you use contraception? <laughs> <laughs> Just go on with it, please. Anyways, moving on. So I guess now that. We all understand what a demographic dividend is. Um, Let's start by answering the question, if large populations are a blessing or a curse. So Trinisha, you want to start with that?
Yeah, I thought I said it. Am I frozen? Uh, you are a bit, but that's okay. Let's just begin, yeah? Okay, so, is a large population a blessing or a curse? Bernie, do you want to start or do you want, do you want me to start? No, please start. Okay, so in my opinion, based on the video we watched, which was in Indonesia, where, where this young girl started a business about saving cows and talked about how each family in the village owns around three to four cows and they're able to milk them and sell sell their products to make their own money and i think that uh in that case a large population is a blessing because that means more people are working and there's more people to contribute to the economy than there are to depend on it like like Okay, so some reasons why a large population is a blessing is there's a, it makes for a greater domestic market, attracts investors in multinational companies, um, stimulating investment and knowledge, generating more new ideas, which improve productivity. Um, according to primaryofreasons.com, which is this website slash blog I, I'm looking at right now, um, a large population also allows for more workers, more young people energize, energizing the economy, increased consumption, driving manufacturing and services. So basically, a larger population allows for us to have more people working and less people, less people who are in the elder part of the <laughs> population and the younger, the young, the younger people. So there's more people in between that and working, which makes for a great economy. I sort of agree with you to an extent. I do believe that in some countries and some areas, having a large population can be a benefit. But if we look in places such as Philippines or Africa, um, that is not the case. So. Again, going back to population policies in um, Philippines, apparently having a large number of populations is not really that good for the economy because uh, jobs are being limited and also uh, all of the, what's it called? Like basically all of the uh, facilities and everything else get overstretched because there's just too many like uh, for example in Africa right now three million uh, students are in primary public schools and the government cannot really give them supplies because it's just too much so therefore you know in some places mostly uh, third world countries, having a large population is a setback. It doesn't allow them to improve. But, but you mentioned, I think, or you told me one time that there was that little kid in Africa who bought a chicken, sold eggs, and now owns one of the biggest chicken companies 
So they can just, I mean, like, basically it's just like the way, just like how they talked about it in the video about Indonesia. Families just invest in something, something small or something practical, and then work on it to make it bigger. I mean, I do recall talking about the kid in Africa selling chickens and now being one of the most successful entrepreneurs in our time. However, it wasn't simply that he bought a chicken and now he's successful. He went through many different uh, loans, many different people, charities and stuff like that in order to make his business improve. And also it wasn't like something that just appeared like that in a year. It took him overall 20 or 30 years to be successful. In which case, his mom still needed to continue working from 2 a.m. to 12 a.m. Meaning that she only had 12, I mean, two hours of sleep. And um, also another reason why it was easy for him because he was an only child. So his mom didn't necessarily have uh, many mouths to feed. But that's not the case for most people. Like in Africa, uh, right now, most families have five children per woman. In Europe, it would be easy because in Europe, it's 1.8 child per woman. So basically like two children per family. So, you know, you got to take that in consideration as well. Yeah, so... We're talking about like the expenses it is to raise a family because that I understand because looking at Indonesia's birth rate in 1960 it was 5.67 kids per, per woman and then in the most recent one in 2017 it decreased to 2.34 children per woman so that does affect that does affect it because it's now more expensive than it is at old times, and also because countries are more urbanized now. Yeah, and also I would like to like just mention how I remember before, um, I forgot which discussion it was, but you mentioned how your family bought a very nice big house before, early on. And now if you were to buy the same house with current economics, it would cost way, too much to be affordable am i right yeah like this house i've i live in right now i've lived in here since i was in i was like three and we bought this house like probably in 2007 when my mom had my little brother so the last child she had and it's quite a big house to fit like a family of five and i guess now now, if we look at it, a lot of houses are really expensive to live in, even though it's like for two, like a family of four than it was back then, so. And that's exactly my point. You see, yeah. if countries uh, try to move on from third world countries to, uh, you know, improved versions, that might benefit the people, but prices, aren't going to decrease. They're going to increase. You saw the iPhone, for example, the very first iPhone cost $300. And now if you want to buy the brand new version of the iPhone, you have to spend 
nearly $1,200. Do you think everyone has that type of cash to spend on a little product? It is a little bit off topic, but I'm just trying to say, now you have increased uh, products, I mean, increased prices for products, and you're having all of these people who aren't all super rich, like they're on average scale when it comes to income. They can pay for their rent, but they cannot really pay for accessories. And so if you have a large population of those type of people, how do you think the overall economy will be for that country? Well, it will be like decreasing, like almost exponentially because I guess, I guess you're right. Yeah. Like the more they have to pay for accommodations, then it's harder to, even if you're working like a normal nine to five job. And that's exactly my point. You see, it is benefit, uh, like having a large population is good for countries like us. You have a lot more people to work for your companies and it will benefit their economy. But then for other countries who are already uh, facing issues like Philippines with their population, Africa with their economy. And I could go on with India. They have such a large population and yet now they're facing issues with uh, air quality and quality of life. It's just for those type of people, having a large population is a huge setback. It doesn't allow them to improve. It makes them uh, unimprove. Yeah, but if we're talking about the U.S., the U.S. is a large population because of immigrate about because of migration. It's not really like birth rate in the country, because like we all know the issue that America is like, oh, the Mexicans are taking our jobs, illegal yeah. immigrants. Yeah, I don't think America is a great example for this for this discussion right now, Bernie. True, but like, I could then change it from America to Europe. Europe has a low population growth. It's like 1.8 children every woman. So, and also they are completely fine with having uh, more people. They have the jobs to accommodate their people and they have enough money to have a nice life, if you know what I mean. Abram, you can add to this if you want. <laughs> you don't want to say anything? I got nothing. Okay. Um, but yeah, I got what you mean, Brittany. So I guess it's a blessing or a curse depending on your country's economical status. So like, what can we do as a solution? Like just stop fertility, like try to decrease fertility rates or? Here's the thing, because as I said, it's of, um, I cannot English. Having a large population does benefit some countries. It does, I'm not gonna lie about that. Like you just gave a perfect example of Indonesia. But the thing is, we gotta try to make third world countries have a lower population. Like I would say the first thing you do is try give education first, then try to improve the economy. And then if you 
can support having more people than have more people. Exactly. That's why education is one of the reasons is one of the exam reasons why to take a country out of demographic dividend is by providing better education. And from what we have here, like schools that are sort of like in the little villages or like in the more rural areas of Indonesia don't have that great of an education. Because not only it's because of it's probably outdated because my mom went to a little my mom my dad used to live in a rural area before he moved to like the big city and he was very lost when he got into high school in Jakarta because he used to live in a little farming village in Sulawesi so it's also about times like now we've got a lot more information probably we've also like debunked some past some past, oh, what's the word? Like past. <laughs> I, I know what like, you're trying to say, but I forgot. Like, like discoveries, like we've debunked a lot of discoveries, like how, oh, like how maybe something is not actually what it seems to be, you know? Like maybe, maybe Neil Armstrong isn't the first man on the moon. We've de- We've debunked that and stuff like that. It's all about resources and the quality of education that allows for us right here to be discussing about this topic with a lot of confidence. Yeah, I agree. But here's the thing though. I noticed that like, for example, with global warming, everyone says education is key to stop it. With poverty, everyone says education is key to stop it. And even right now with population. But you cannot simply just say education is key. Like, yeah, okay, you know education is the key. So how are you going to help? Like Africa, again, I can say 3 million children are going to public schools and the schools cannot afford it anymore because it's just two people to handle at one. So what do you think, Trinisha or Abram, how could you give the people education without running out of resources? I'm going to let Abram take the wheel on this one because he hasn't spoken that much. So I'm going to give you the chance, Abram. I need some time to think because uh, that, re- that, that is a good point, yes, but public schools can't be afforded by government because... I know for a fact that my parents did go to like a public school in like a district because there's different areas that would be provided by a certain like area and then and so on and so forth. I feel like that if that could not be possible, I feel like I can't think of any other um, solutions so forth for this, but I do believe that, yeah, the public schools should be kept but yeah, I have, I'm really clueless about this at the moment. <laughs> I think that it's just like, it's like the government should pay more attention rather yeah, than that. focusing on some of the useless stuff that the government's paying too much attention to. They should, first of all, pay attention to education because what, what's gonna happen next when everyone, like everyone in the second generation's done, they're done working and it's just left with 
the third generation or the fourth and we don't have that great of an education we're just gonna keep going down in a spiral and not come to a conclusion by anything and that's, that's exactly my point. point yeah so now that we've discussed this what do we think is a large population a curse or a blessing i would like abram to answer that question yeah because you mean, are like the you're like the mediator here like you're the unbiased opinion you've heard both Trinisha's opinion and my opinion so which one sounds no, it was more like it was more like my claim and then i just shifted over to the other side because so, but your point is saying that it's a curse and then while wow, Trinisha has been more of a blessing is that that's the point right now right yeah like um, what do you think do you think that having a larger population is beneficial for a country's economy and just for the country overall or is it a curse to the whole to again the there's like two sides of a coin here because like it really depends where in the in like where in the world to be honest like it could be really helpful for like you know first world countries us uk whatever and then the third world countries would like have like that flip side effect that you know like having more is like more of a curse but i'd say it'd be more of a blessing because if more people are being able to like work to help the economy in some way it could really just benefit the country as a whole again it could also be a curse because of like how much they have to provide for that economy uh, for that population for that keepsake and overall yeah i'd say that but for now i'd say that it's a blessing because it can really help for economy the economy that could help for the education aspect of the said country because you know as you said that um that certain countries will need more education to help with like ec economic growth and like the overall population i'd say that like if more people were able to work for that economy i feel like that it can it can provide that education that needs in that country you know so I guess, I mean, I, I still think it's kind of, a, it's more going into a blessing than it is a curse because again, having more people allows for us to get more, have more people co contribute to the economy than depend on it. Because if we were to have more people to, that depended on the economy and there wasn't that many people working, to contribute to it it's honestly kind of a downhill spiral like nothing's gonna get done the country's just gonna become worse than it is education's still going to fail so yeah what do you think bernie i obviously agree with both of your points i agree what you just said and i agree what uh abram answered because that's my point. It's, you cannot simply say it's a benefit or a curse. Because, again, it's two sides of a coin. No matter, it depends where you are. So, yeah, that's all I have to say. Okay, so I guess that's the end of this, this episode. Um, thanks, Abram, for joining us. Any final words? Uh, no, I'm I'm, pr I'm pretty glad to be in this podcast, even though I feel that I haven't participated as much. That's, that's wow, you did good. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, thanks for listening. I don't know what to say now. I don't know how to end a podcast. Bernie, you're ending this podcast. Yeah, so... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. like Abram said.
um so yeah tune in next week are we doing one next week yeah i believe so yeah you in the next week where me and Brittany again go at it at this discussion thing whatever it is with another guest maybe is it chaniqua i think it might be chaniqua it might be chanique if not abram you're invited again <laughs> yeah abram you can come on to the show whenever you want doesn't matter anyways um I think that's it yeah that's it um uh that's all from me and bernie and abram bye bye, bye. <laughs>